my friend, we cannot keep this a secret any longer. Bob and Zip. Wow. It's January 20th. It's 1.20. Like 4.20 without the drugs. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting day today. By the time you're hearing this, the inauguration may be over. Welcome to the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. we got lots to take care of. The Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. MAGA, it means my ass got arrested. Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Wow, January 20th. <laughs> I never thought it would get here. Yeah. And on January 6th, I was pretty sure it would never get here. <laughs> uh, but But I have, as usual... I have... Um, Eternal optimism. Well, no, I have a contrarian viewpoint of this. Uh, no, you, Bob? Me. <laughs> I detect a facetious tone. <laughs> and, and by the way, Zip, there's a thin line between facetious and feces, you shithead. You <laughs> leave Bob alone. <laughs> All right, sorry. Hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We're off to a... <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, a descriptor start. I'm not familiar with. So... Um, <laughs> You know, the theme of the inauguration is going to be United. Yes. Which was stolen uh, from me. I've been saying that for a while, that the problem yes. isn't Fox News. The problem isn't Donald Trump. The problem isn't conservatives. It isn't liberals. But you're wondering what it is, aren't you? It's the media. <laughs> well, it's us. that's a great question. Is it the media? That's always the, what, what that interviewer says when he needs time to think. That's a great question. <laughs> or when he wants someone else to answer it. Yes, our it. movie. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Is it the media? Uh, I'm, uh, you have the I, floor. I, I think that the, the media has to be somewhat uh, culpable in this, especially the, the last 20 years, really, of hate radio. Uh, conservative talk radio, which has gone right wing. And I heard a great phrase, <laughs> the the Christian white, white uh, the white evangelicals rather were more white than evangelical through this last inauguration through this last okay. administration really. so hold on it took us about 11 seconds i know before we <laughs> got into talking about how evil the other side is uh -huh. that i think by the way not yeah. the media that is the problem i believe uh, zip uh, you've had you've some experience with dysfunction right dysfunctional relationships Yep, Donald Zipfell. The D is for dysfunction. <laughs> it is. Well, when you're in a toxic relationship, yeah. can you insult your way to improving it? Hmm. Took me a long time to get out of the ring. <laughs> I was yeah. knocked to the ropes hundreds of times, but I stayed in the ring. Yeah. And not really to call you out on this, Ed, but you just yeah. demonstrated. And by the way, it's not you either. Yeah. No. I'm having this problem with everyone. I talked to a conservative friend of mine last night who lives in Canada. Yes. And uh, he in works with Vancouver, us on the, on the Twisted Tunes. Yes. yes. And yes. he's, uh, I was surprised he's a conservative, but not totally surprised. You know, uh, socialism uh, and right-wingerism and conservative and liberal, these are things that are universal in human nature all yeah. over the globe yes watching the crown the margaret thatcher era she was mm. an ultra conservative prime minister and so uh, when you start to see history repeat itself over and over again 
And yet you find yourself, and by yourself I mean you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I picked that up, Bob. <laughs> but it could also be me. It's just more fun for me to point it out when it's someone else. I yeah. find myself also uh, sometimes uh, thinking that I can blame someone into a confession. No. And a zip, come on. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> it's carpet calling day, kids. Come on. Come on. It, it, Bob's giving the altar call. Come to Jesus. <laughs> well, what, what I'm saying, and this will be the theme of Biden's thing, which is good, yes. by the way. I hope he can pull it off. I mean, I can barely pull it off. But I, the thing is, what we actually have to recognize as a country and even perhaps as a species, mm-hmm. but let's take it. One country at a time. Yes, yes. Let's not get get into globalism yet. But what we have to actually recognize is that it's not the other side. It's all of us. It's us. That if you're living in a world where your idea of your family and the country is your tribe, it's your family, if you want to be patriot. Yeah. Well, your opinion of your family. Go ahead. Oh, (laughs) when you interrupt, I'm going to give it to you. So... Anyway, when when we're uh, when the arguments or even the debates or even the conversations immediately turn to what's wrong with the other side, it's called Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like uh, for example, my friend who will remain anonymous, even though you yes. guys know who he is. Yeah, I know he is. Um, he's one of my conservative. I'm sort of mildly surprised, but about 15 years ago. I visited his house in Canada, you know, where they have free health care. Yes. It's not free. No, 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 no. Uh, nothing's free. No. Uh, but it's also Canada. It's, it's government. Where they have lots of other things that I don't understand. Social. At the time, they had decriminalized marijuana. That was a big deal. Yep. Uh, anyway, I was at his house maybe 15 years ago, and I noticed they have a TV in the kitchen. Does anybody here have a TV in the kitchen? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, you we have a big TV in the other room, but it's angled, I used to. So yeah. I don't yeah. know. You shouldn't watch TV while you're eating or fucking, <laughs> or, in the, place, st- or in the place, or in the place, yeah, or in the places that you do either of those things. Just, just keep you know boundaries. Anyway, in their kitchen, they had a TV on, and it was Fox News. And I remember yeah. saying to him. Why do you watch an American right-wing news channel? And he said, it's fascinating. Yeah, and it <laughs> is. It's very like well it. done. So is a train wreck. And so the other day I was talking to him about something. And I can always sense, like, if I say something like, uh, we got our stolen election here. And I, and I don't hear, like, a chortle of agreeance. <laughs> You've crossed the line again. <laughs> it's like, oh, Magoo, you've done it again. <laughs> and, but here's how, I, here's how I find out how people think. Um, by the way, get the <laughs> out in case I say <laughs> again. Oh, okay, all right. You got that, go. right? Yeah, I got my the favorite thing, sure. Yeah, my favorite thing you have, the whistle. <laughs> so, anyway, I'm talking to him, and, and he says, well... Your states all changed the rules so that, you know, Trump would lose. And I thought, (laughs) you know what? If you're sitting in Canada Mm -hmm. and you don't have newspapers from the U.S., (laughs) or even if you're sitting in the U.S. and you don't pay to subscribe to any real reporting, Mm -hmm. 
the only thing that you have is whatever spin you've subscribed to. Like, uh, you know, if you're a, a, a fan of the Dodgers, then you're a fan of the Dodgers. If you're mm-hmm. a fan That's of the Mets, you're a fan of the Mets, right? So mm-hmm. if, he's, if he's watching this, I thoroughly understand that he wouldn't know that all the details of our Constitution and the courts and the lawsuits and the Supreme Court and all of that. The ruse. Because I watch Fox News and they only present things that make conservatives look good. Yeah. Now, to be oh. fair, by the way, mm-hmm. if I watch Rachel Maddow, if I watch MSNBC. They yeah, I'm, off of, I'm off of Rachel. Sorry. Are you off of Rachel? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How come? I just, I just, the spin was, too, uh, she was almost as bad as the other side. Yeah. Oh, I got, to, but each of them are pleasing their audience and doing their job as entertainers. Mm-hmm. And we don't, like the average person out there doesn't know this. They think, even us, if someone mm-hmm. has a microphone, mm-hmm. there's some credibility that comes with yeah, that. I know. And yeah, it's like Wikipedia. It must be true. Yeah. So anyway, I said to him. I said, you know, it's. Uh, I said, I'm. I'm pretty glad. I, I got nothing against Republicans. I was one, and I <laughs> voted for a Republican governor at this time. But yeah. I said, I hate to see them hijacked. It's like watching Muslims get hijacked by guys with box cutter knives and yeah. take down some airplanes. There's like six billion Muslims, and most of them are just decent, ordinary families like us. Oh, Sharia law, and I go. Have you read the passages of the Bible that tell you when to kill you and torture your own children? <laughs> and if one man sleeps with another man, he should be stoned to death. Yes, yes. I yes. mean, these religious religious wackiness is, yes. you know, if you want to hide something from a Christian, put it in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> that's very good. I may steal that. Uh, Zip knows where I stole that joke from, don't okay. you? Uh, but, yes, but that's all right. Um, you know, hence the birth uh, which is, and it's, I hear it all the time now, echo chamber. And that, Ooh. I think, has been super exacerbated yeah. by the digital age. Yeah, but hang know. on, you're blaming the echo chamber. I, I'm about to tell you, in a toxic relationship, we have to each take personal responsibility to forgive people who don't deserve it. And keep on forgiving. Yes. Yeah. And so, so anyway, I'm talking to my friend, and I said something about, like, you know... Um, he said, Donald Trump has been so abused by the media. And I wonder where he heard that from. And, and he said, you know, he's, he's done so much good, and yet they keep attacking him. And I'm like, wow, this is cool. He doesn't even live in our country. <laughs> he's been brainwashed. Well, you call it brainwashing. Yeah. I call it, these are the facts he has. And, they, but um, they aren't facts, Bob. Well, no, no, no. All the things he has are facts. To him. They're just only some facts. Yeah. So, uh, so I said to him, I said, you know, I said, uh, you know, th- uh, we could go on for a long time, but the racism really, oh, he's not racist at all. They exaggerated that whole Charlottesville <laughs> thing. They didn't take his whole quote. And I'm like, Central Park five. Does, hello. He, does he know <laughs> that he's repeating Oof. what he was told to think, but he doesn't think that way. And most of us don't, uh, most of us just think, why that makes sense. Then, they, then we go through our lives going, I don't have to research that anymore. That's right. Why bother? Anyway, so I said to him, I said, you know, I mean, here's Donald Trump who did a six-minute diatribe yeah. about how um, Muslims, where we have a complete and total ban on Muslims 
because they're evil. And he said, there you go, taking it completely out of context. That is not <laughs> what it was. It was actually a travel ban for six countries that happened to be uh, predominantly Muslim, but it was never a total ban on all Muslims. And I said, wow, okay, that's not true. It's true that it was a travel ban because courts struck down the first ban on all Muslims. And, and I said, but the, the, I'm talking about the words of one guy, not Repu Anyway, he goes, Donald Trump never said that. <laughs> and I thought, maybe I'm wrong. And so I went to YouTube. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Oh. Deep fake, deep fake. And it was, a, no, I mean, it, it was this, and so I sent them this clip. It was six minutes of they're into beheadings. Um, they believe in Sharia law, which tells them it's okay to kill us. They don't like anything in our country. And, I, and he said, and I'm talking about the ones who are already here. 50% of them want us dead. He just started, you know how he spews off facts mm -hmm. that aren't facts? Right. Anyway, I sent that to my friends. And I've, what I figured is what we've all figured in a political argument, that he'd go, wow, I was wrong about that. He really did say that. But. So for fifty dollars on the board, did he say he was wrong? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say no, Bob. No, he didn't say he was wrong. Um, what he said was really fascinating. He said, "Well, that tape you sent me is from when he was a candidate. He wasn't the president." <laughs> and I said, "Oh, wow. bigotry is okay as long as you're campaigning." Yeah, and <laughs> he got off on a technicality. Said, it, but but I realized that when you have dug into a position, mm. you don't want to let go. And as a as an alcoholic, <laughs> yes, I know how that feels. Well, uh, as an as an actual speaker, <clears throat> I know how that feels too. Well. You do, Mitch McConnell. I was very entrenched. Now you've uh, you've completely. Uh, ditched Trump, your wife has quit early, and you've said you might vote for impeachment. Well, I, I, did, I did not say that I might vote for impeachment. I don't know what you said. Oh. I said that the president did cause the riot. That's what I said. Oh, that's right. He did. Now, the only reason that I would vote for impeachment is because the son of a bitch took away my power. Oh, that's right. You can't, yeah, well, you could still vote, but you're not the... Gosh, that's crazy. I don't even know, want to know what's going to happen with that because he I'm trying off. to leave all this behind and Mitch McConnell keeps talking to me. He, 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 cut, <laughs> off, he cut off my balls, Bob. I'm sorry, yes. <laughs> you, that's because you didn't cut his off when you had the chance. Anyway, so I'm trying to get to my solution, but we keep yeah, going down the same that. old yeah. toxic arguments. Yeah. So here's the solution. I yield five minutes, Mr. River. <laughs> Thank you. Um... It, it's got to be whoever you are, you've got to be the leader. And I'll start right now. I unconditionally forgive everyone I completely disagree with. I respect their right to think differently. Yeah. Can you say that? Can I say that? <laughs> I, I, I have no choice, Bob. Oh. Um, I, I recently, a radio host in town here retired um, that was on staff. And he, in the early days, he, quote, called me a jackal in the paper because of a... Uh, a jackal or a jackal? A, a jackal. 
Which is the, the two of us, yes. my, my on-air partner and I, a jackal. Think, oh, you know, yeah. It, as in your evil and yes. abusive. Yes, because J.P. McCarthy, a very uh, respected morning man in the market, had passed away. And of course, I don't think the body was warm before uh, I had come on to Hello, it's uh, me, J.P. McCarthy, back on the air, just a little higher uh, than the antenna. You know, we just <laughs> You did I a dead back. guy before yeah. the body was cold? Well, pretty In your pretty home much. market? It was a. It, it was still warm, I think. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. seem pretty jackalish. Have you considered replacing Tucker Carlson someday? <laughs> <laughs> I would never wear a bow tie, Bob. You no, know me. Oh, yeah. that's that's the yeah. deal breaker. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, and that was probably deserving, except that um, his son, uh, J.P. McCarthy's son, uh, uh, Jamie McCarthy, who I, I worked with, says. Dude, you do my dad better than my dad. <laughs> says, you are the only guy in town allowed to do my dad. And, says, and yeah. yes. So I've, 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 he's been forgiven me. Uh, but, you know, it's never been brought up again with Frank. But Frank says very little on the air that I actually agree that's, with. That's but an I'm, interesting uh, thing, by the way. All of us radio guys have at one time or another hurt someone unintentionally when we yes. were just trying to be flippant. That hurts but, us. It hurts us to realize it. Yes, particularly during the zoo era, I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Th did that teach you forgiveness? <sighs> did it teach me? Yes, because okay. if, if, if his son can forgive me for that, right. then I, surely I should forgive Frank for, for calling us jackals, you know. Okay, but, but now how can we apply that to the current divisiveness in the country. I have some specific ideas. I had um, a man uh, jump ugly with me last night. I live in a secure building, and I know that the Renaissance Center, right outside of my Can I ask here, you what jump ugly means and make sure we get to keep the explicit rating on this show? What does jump <laughs> ugly mean? Jump ugly is take issue with you, get in your face. Oh, yeah. Oh. So... The GM World Headquarters is not far from this building. If you had enough C5, there's a C4, which is the plastic Okay, explosive. now now you're going down another dark road right now. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Canada. Most of our roads are dark that you far. You worry now. about terrorism is what I'm hearing. Um, I worry I worry about the the current climate right now. Oh. That's what I worry about. I do and too I, a little bit, but I was yeah. hoping to go with the light kumbaya message this evening. <laughs> well, hang All on right. a second. All right. <laughs> Everybody, come on. Kumbaya. All right, so finish this story. Finish Kumbaya. In G. I want drama. I want chaos. Drama, chaos, drama, chaos. Well, that's another thing that you bring up that is a fascinating self-awareness fact about human beings that almost none of us have. We are incredibly self-absorbed warlike tribal creatures yes we are uh we uh, we watch we make fake news uh, we call them movies about yeah. war mm -hmm. because we so instinctively want to be at war mm -hmm. uh it just messes with our bank account and you know our, our industrial military complex all of profits. that so yes. so we we keep our wars out of sight but we all secretly crave war, and if if it means watching a football team, absolutely, you know, gotta take war? a side. Yeah. yeah. Good God, y'all! What is it good for? Yeah, not, absolutely. Um, so, now back to my story. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> the GM headquarters is closed, so it is a terrorist target, and I know this because a friend of mine is a pilot, pilot like you, Bob. Wow. So uh, we were. Uh, out there are temporary flight restrictions that he has to fly around it, and the, all of that. There are. They are yeah. still in place, I believe. But he he ventured too far and was fined. 
uh, for doing so uh-huh. while he while he took me out for the little ride that we went uh-huh. to fly over my house. And um, this, uh, so I have this kind of thing where I'm, I'm I've kind of. You know, when you watch enough news, as I kind of do, because I'm kind of a junkie, you you get a little aware. You become a little suspicious of right. people. So, outside of this door, in down the in the parking garage, the second level below, which is underground, um, there is a motion detector that opens the door from the inside. But the outside, you have to have the magic fob that you pass over the 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 thing that lets you in. Mm-hmm. And I see a guy in in goggles and a, a ski mask. And, you know, a, ca- a cap and a scarf and he's got black gloves and he's just dressed head to toe with a big old backpack mm-hmm. on him. And he's on a bike <clears throat> and he's just looking back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I'm thinking, OK, I, I, if I walk to the motion detector, he, he, he gets to go in with whether or not he is a resident of this building. And if that backpack happens to be full of C4, uh, you know, it would take out part of the Renaissance. So wait a minute, Donald Rumsfeld wants you to call him right now because he said if you <laughs> see something, say something. I mean, you, so you had one of those moments. I did. All of us had up to 9-11, but in this case, you were thinking that, you, did you need to do something? I did because I walked past and then I, I, I looked and I didn't see him pull out a fob. And I said, sir, you do have a fob, don't you? And it turned around, and then I realized it was a black man. Oh, and he, no. Yes, and he said, you wouldn't have asked me that if, if, uh, I, was, I, was... if I was white, would you, you privileged motherfucker? Yeah. And off he went and wow. just tore, me, t- tore a strip off of me the size of Florida. And I just had to take it. And I say, you know, I, I, what was I going to do? And he was right in my right. face. I just maintained calm. He's and I jumping ugly on you. I, he jumped ugly in a big Once way. Once you've had that, you never go back. <laughs> that, that's traumatic, though. That's traumatic. It is traumatic. Um, yeah. it, it was, but you've got to know. He, first of all, he does not know me. And he does not know my history. He doesn't uh, know that I come you know from him. Right. And, uh, but I do know what he, ha- he and his people have been through. And I do know yeah. what they so have, have watched empathy. over. Yeah. Over the over the course of the last two months, going on and over the summer with BLM, the double standard sure, of sure, the sure, people sure, who sure. invaded the Capitol, who who were white sure, and sure, survived sure. and would have been blood on the lawn if they were black. So I, I see this conversation leading to world peace. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I hope you're right because that became glaringly apparent with that with right. that invasion. It really did, okay. and I think that's the upside. Well, so here's how forgiving and uniting works. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't actually just say, I quit drinking. Everybody go, good, you did it. Yeah. <laughs> no. And, th- and this will be, be interesting to see how long this lasts. This, well, you know. uh, no, no, no. It, but that's the thing. It's not us watching to see what other people do. It's, it's what we're of, going to do. Each yeah. of us as individuals. You are right. Reaching out to our friends, yeah. reaching out to people we disagree with and letting them know mm-hmm. that, you know what? We're all the same. We all sort of want the same things. We disagree slightly on how to get there. But I love my country, and I I love it because we're all so different, and I know that I'm going to be frustrated over and over again with how other people think. Uh, but I believe we were meant to be united and to shake hands at the end of every disagreement and agree that we love our country and our families our god or our pagan statue doesn't matter <laughs>
Goodbye, oh, my lord. Zip, you know what this means. Yeah. We have to go back and get all the friend, Facebook friends that we've uh, yeah, all those canceled. people. I, yeah. I feel bad that I ditched them. Yeah. Look, there are exceptions. Obviously, it's like it's like trying to make a marriage work. Right. If someone's truly sick and sociopathic and evil, then of course ditch them. But can you say there are seventy-five million? Or 82 million people that are, you know, extremists. Of course not. No. Mm-mm. No, no, yeah. no way. No. And the polls are, I, I, I really don't have a lot of faith in the polls. I just think they're, they're rigged too. Yeah. They, they, they I mean, rigged. I have faith that people who do polls are trying hard to get paid and do the mm-hmm. best job that they can. That's part of what I'm doing here. And right? the more sensational, everybody. <laughs> the more sensational the, the results from those polls, the well, better. At, look, if we sat here and sang hymns, we wouldn't have an audience either. Kumbaya, Kumbaya, oh Lord, Kumbaya. Man. That's hard to do uh, from Detroit, Boston, and Hooterville, Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For those listening to the show, uh, it is Bob and Sip with Ed Kelly. As you may have figured out, uh, the show is in bringing in other cast members and making Twisted Tunes and doing lots of new things for 2021. Spike O'Neill and Joe Bryant will be joining us on Tuesday, so they'll be here tonight. Also, we have a brand new Twisted Tune. Which oh, we uh, yes, nice. which we uh, wrote sort of somewhat partially on the show last week. Um, I recorded it. Uh, I'm doing this thing now where I have um, recording software. It's called a digital audio workstation. Yes, the AW. And if I want to record someone, I log into their computer with this program called Team Viewer and take the signal. Well, I, I become the, the I become Hal. Actually, yeah. uh, from that That's movie, two thousand one. Uh, you do, Bob. Yes, and I, I basically I can have a recording session, and I did that with Spike, and I've been doing that with other people, and uh, anyway, I was able to record the song, mix it, and we have it tonight. Uh, but also on Thursdays, in addition to my son Andrew, who's been joining us regularly, we're working on more guests. I have uh, just received. A yes answer. Breaking news. From a, well, from a legendary broadcaster in Seattle. Yes. Who was a morning television news anchor, who also was a news anchor for my Seattle program for six years or so. And uh, she is, uh, she's going to come on with us next week. Bob, this is Tom Brokaw from NBC Nightly News. Yes, Tom. You're welcome as well. Yes. Perhaps give you the name of this uh, alleged broadcaster. Oh, um, her name is Casey. Casey. Uh, Casey, K-A-C-I, you know, one of those um, millennial spellings. And uh, her real name is, she actually doesn't hide her real name, but it's easier to just call her Casey. Uh, she's very smart uh, and a sweet, sweet uh, person. So you, you say this KC person is a millennial. Is a what? <laughs> is a mo? I have trouble with the letter L. I don't know if she is a, this. Is a what? The letter L. I have trouble. She, well. She's a mo. Is she a mo? Mo. 
A what? <laughs> millennial. Oh, millennial. She's a millennial. I talk yeah. broke. Yeah. 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 Okay. So okay. Yes, oh, uh, Tom Broca. She's a millennial. Um, Thank you, Zeb. And there was a ge- <laughs> there was a generation gap when we uh, did the show together too, because well, you are not the greatest generation either, Bob. No. What's the greatest generation? The greatest Great. generation were the, the men and women who fought in World War II in those theaters. Uh, the invasion of Sicily. It was a very big book for Tom. Tom, yeah, had a that's huge right. Yeah, it's your big deal, Tyler. So I, anyway, I, so, I stopped writing when I had to say the, the invasion of Sicily. <laughs> <laughs> Tom broke out, ladies and gentlemen. I Just still appreciate it. it into the dirt. Do you know what that's scares it. me though? When people like you come on, and I realize how old they got, I know I'm right behind them. Yeah, it scares and, me. I, the high definition cameras really don't help at all, Bob. By the way, no definition. You got out just in time. No. Uh, Speaking of being they, kind, do you think Tom would appreciate? The oh, he's he's got battering no, of lazy L for how many? He's years no, he's now? got no worries. And people made, did that impression. Yeah, I know. You're right. And a bottle of absolute in a bottom drawer. <laughs> sure, really helps. Uh, Even if it rolls back and forth when I open so it. So, are you familiar with Casey, the news gal I'm talking about? Uh, Tom? I know the one that is on CNN. She's the Irish girl that stands out on the lawn of the White House. And no, 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 that's Casey Hunt, who's on oh. CBS, actually. She's well, an up-and-comer. Okay. She's, a, she's a good reporter. Oh, no, that uh, go So this person, uh, <laughs> we'll have her on, but she, you know how every once in a while a news anchor does something embarrassing? Uh, yes, his name is Ted Koppel. No, no, no. <laughs> well, he does too, but. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Jesus, God, man, you're an anchor okay. on a national network. Let it go. <laughs> Anyway, she did a funny thing that went viral, and uh, um, we'll play it for you. So uh, that's coming up. Meantime, uh, Spike O'Neill and downtown Joe Bryant are next. Before we uh, get to them, we have a couple of quick commercials. Uh, Biden's inauguration, which by the time you hear this will probably already have happened, is packed full of stars. Uh, In fact, uh, there are so many stars. Now, of course, it's not a crowd of people they're all virtual but there are so many stars that it sounds like a galaxy well it sounds like they, they're like <laughs> hello is this supposed to be about an inauguration right so many stars one event that's right it's almost like the milky way who are some of the people that are going to be uh performing j-lo of course Jeez, is Bill Clinton going to play the sax, or did he get told <laughs> politely? <laughs> well, it won't, it won't be Axel. Uh, never mind. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, would you like to hear also the star-studded it. inaugural promo? Sure. Why sure. Not? Okay. Hang on. Star-studded <laughs> inaugural promo. Got to do it. Here it comes. It's finally here. The event we've been waiting for since 2016. Tom Hanks hosts a star-studded inauguration featuring Kerry Washington and Eva Longoria with an appearance by Joe Biden, pyrotechnics, excitement, (laughs) pop sensation Lady Gaga, and a swearing-in of a new president, and Foo Fighters. And finally, representation at the White House with very special guest, former pro basketball player Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And of course, the old white man we can trust to bring hope back to America, 
Bruce Springsteen. And also Joe Biden will be there. It's the star-studded event you won't want to miss. And the welcoming of a new president you'll totally fast-forward through to get to Demi Lovato. So make sure you tune in to the presidential inauguration that Donald Trump wished for but could never get. That's beautiful. See, that's the way comedy used to be. Oh. You know what I mean? Good, clean fun. Nobody that's gets hurt. Yeah. Yes. I love it. Uh, and here's a story I didn't know anything about. Uh, can you name the world the world's fourth largest automaker? Zip. Uh, it's, it's Fiat. Can you it's name a, the top three? Let's start there. GM. Yes. Yep. Ford. Ford. Correct. All right. Uh, Chrysler, <laughs> Daimler, blah, blah, blah. No, no longer uh, associated with Daimler. No. Okay, sorry. Well, that would be Chrysler Fiat, right? For now. Uh, mm. I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm out. But I can tell you who number four is. <laughs> it is a brand new car company called Stellantis. Did you hear about this? I'm gonna. Let's read about this. <laughs> uh, they have 400,000 employees, and it's basically a merger of a bunch of other uh, car makers, Fiat, Chrysler, and okay. uh, Group PSA, which is uh, based out of France. So uh, watch out. There's a new top dog in town when it comes to being number four. We used to have a lot of difficulty getting around. Going to places like the grocery store or the mall was almost impossible. But then we discovered Stellantis. Even though it sounds exactly like one, Stellantis is not a drug. It's the world's fourth largest automobile company. I take Stellantis twice daily, on my way to work and again on my way home. Ask your mechanic <laughs> if Stellantis is right for you. Standard equipment includes power windows, heated mirrors, and tinted windows. Some Stellantis owners may experience optional equipment such as blind spot detection, lane departure warning, and a towing package. Now I can't imagine life without Stellantis. You could say it's what drives us. Get Stellantis. And, and get, get moving, moving again. again. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's a car company and a drug. I love it. Detroit humor, yeah. All right. So Joe is joining us. Spike is going to be with us in just a moment. Joe, how are you doing? Doing good. You know, it's uh, uh, keeping my head down for the next few hours here. And I think we might survive that uh, four years. of un I didn't know what was going to happen, but I think I'm still going to be breathing as we tape this. It's, uh, it's on a Tuesday night, so... Yeah. Uh, there's still time for the world to go to heck, but I, I think uh, yeah. I think I'm going to make it. I'm, I'm feeling good. So funny about it. So happy about it. That sounds like a great uh, adult contemporary song. I think yeah. I'm going to make it. And I think I can make it. It feels like time. It's a little like, you know, Christmas Eve. You don't know exactly what Santa's going to bring tomorrow, but you you got to you got to go with I've been pretty nice. I haven't yeah. been particularly naughty and it can't be any naughtier than what we've had. So, I'm uh I'm waiting uh, waiting good. patiently for a new administration. Can I ask you a question because we were talking about this earlier on the show? Uh I feel like uh our country should be more united and I know that's going to kind of be the theme. Um what do you think we have to do as individuals to be united? Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because what I do is uh, I started a thing called the Week of Unity, and uh, the third annual will be 
next week. And what I do uh, as a teacher and as a radio programmer is we program a week of nothing but positive music and positive messages, and we put people on from all walks of life and all different faiths, and we all celebrate the fact that uh, we're all here on this planet and uh, get along a little bit. So. That's, That's what thing. I personally yeah. do yeah. Uh, to, to try to promote my Lord. Kumbaya. Oh, Joe Bryant. Kumbaya. We've been doing this. Make some Samoa. I'm only unifying one little island, uh, you know, yes. in the middle of a lake. If but I how, were how would that apply to 75 million people versus, you know, 82 million people, roughly? Well, well, if I were the other Joe, the guy, and this is, uh, you know, it'll all be <laughs> done by the time anybody hears Joe. this. <laughs> yeah. but, but if I were the main Joe, um, what I would be thinking about saying tomorrow would be uh, to unify people. Is First of all, it's like, look. Uh, okay, but like is it, can he do it? Can, I, or I, can I, we as individuals all do something? I th- well, I think we as all, yes, I think look within yourself. What can you do? I yes. do what I can do. I'm pro- I promote in my community unity by putting, uh, you know, people on our radio station that have unifying messages. Sure. Uh, we, we do a lot of, you know, just trying to spread a positive I, vibe. Can, can I make a suggestion, though? Because this is about politics, actually. We're dancing around it. But can you refriend some of those people that... Uh you know, boys that you weren't proud to have on your friend list on Facebook. Boys that you um, weren't proud. <laughs> no, really? uh, you know, the, 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 see, there's a whole different. That's a whole different issue. That's racism, and and it really came out. And that's the scary part is now yeah. they're going to go back into their hole because it's not fashionable anymore. No, no, no. Um, I don't mean the actual proud boys, but I mean seventy-five million. Like, here's the logic I I put out earlier. 82 of us can't say 75 million are jerks and the other 75 million can't say, you know, the 74, 999,999 and the rest were all stolen guys are also jerks. We all have to like realize that we have a lot in common and and we need to be less divided. It's sort of the theory I have and I'm trying it out on people. Oh, I, I completely agree. And okay. I think 73 million of those people and maybe more are, are just as uh is normal maybe we have different philosophies on economics and things sure. but the 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 ones that uh, we're never going to uh unite with or yes. it, i've got some ideas on how to but no the but ones- point, pointy white hats and obviously now we know the viking uh horns and the and the giant russian hat are an indicator that maybe we All can't right, work it right. but get, your, get yeah. yourselves in hand for a minute would you yeah. I, you know i think these guys though even those guys you can get to them you just got to say the right thing and yeah. uh, a lot of those people are veterans they had it tough in iraq and in afghanistan and and a lot of them have bought a lot of guns and they haven't had a good excuse to use them and yeah. somebody pointed to, to them in the right direction and said uh, how about them liberals? Maybe that that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so what I think, if I were uh, soon to be President Biden, the other Joe, people, I like it when you just the call other him Joe. <laughs> if I'm the other Joe, big I'd Joe get up there, big I'd Joe, Joe. little big Joe. bad Joe. Yeah, I'd say, <laughs> I'd say the tall talking man from a Delaware Let's let Joe finish. So how, what would you say to him? Well, I'd say, look, I you know this has been tough on us all, and yes, we're a divided as can be but i'm here to unite 
And I understand that y'all need something to hate. So let's get back to hating the ones we used to. Well, you know, the uh, Iranians mm. or any of those. <laughs> what? We're all brothers and sisters on the whole planet. And we even are, the, Mar- but- the Martians and the Klingons when they finally decide to visit. Yes, yes, but baby baby steps here. These are yeah. people with guns that want to have something to, to not feel you gotta good about. you got to give them a placebo, something yeah, to Yeah, instead hate. of yeah. your fellow American, it's like, remember, we used to look for guys in turbans, not yeah. trucker hats, to blow things up. <laughs> Let's start thinking that way again. Right. Uh, you know, so I couldn't disagree the, with you more, but I love the way you say it. Well, I mean, the president to, to unite, he's got to speak their language. It's like, okay. we're going to need people that are good at shooting Joe, people at some point, And we election, want you. The Ooh. election was taken. Don't you know that? <laughs> now, Joe, I don't know who you are. I don't know what downtown means, but I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> and one of them is ferreting out old Facebook friends you've unfriended. If there's money you want, I don't have any. Neither yeah, does the well. show. So any Patreon people. <laughs> I, 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 I hear where you're coming from, Joe. We have to bring back the funny and let the angry um, shoot at targets. that um, people. Well, yeah. Let them know there's a place for Americans that love guns. And they're, you know, and we may, you know, we have adversaries out there. And I'm not, There's and I don't mean to single out. There's a place for us. Or hey. yeah. And okay. I don't Someone want to single out Iran or anybody. That's totally not the message I was looking for. I mean, in my <laughs> dream. It's your ammo, we're halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> we're all de- determined to get along, you know. The whole world. Wouldn't that right. be great? I mean, we need each other. We need, first off, Joe, who's going to build your iPhone if it's not the Chinese? Oh, I agree, and I don't yeah. want. To, I'm just giving you a way to get the real yahoos back under the tent. I don't yeah. believe any of that. I <laughs> <laughs> right. appreciate that. I uh, calling uh, real right, yahoos we, is the first step. Can everybody stand by? We do have a very special guest. It's the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Stand by. The Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Joining us today is a man who is the man of the hour. You see, his name is Carl Spackler. He's the head greenskeeper at Trump's Mar-a-Lago Golf Resort in Palm Beach, Florida. And yes, the big guy is coming home. Uh, By the time you hear this, actually, uh, Donald Trump will have taken his last flight on Air Force One because whatever plane the president is on is called Air Force One. Uh, Carl Spackler, welcome to the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. How are you, sir? I'm good, Bob. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, but I would like to uh, I need to point out just one small error in your uh, in your introduction. Yeah, I am not the head greenskeeper. I'm the assistant head greenskeeper. Your assistant head greenskeeper. Oh, I see. Yeah, I'm I do have a plan to a long term plan to become the head greenskeeper. There's a one or two ways you can become a head greenskeeper at the Mar-a-Lago uh, Golf Resort. Uh, you can either study uh, study the, uh, the the fine uh, finer elements of groundskeeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your your uh, cinch, cinch bugs, manganese, you know, federeds, that kind of thing. Yeah. Or you can call uh, the ICE immigration people and have the top guy uh, hold off and send back to Guatemala. Sure. So uh, I'm not really sure which, which avenue will present itself sure. to me, but I will will yeah. be taking advantage of that pretty soon. Yeah, I, I, see. I think, so, you know, I think. I think so your <laughs> boss may not have uh, a valid social security number? Is that what you're well, saying? Well, you know, it's funny. When you, when I first came here to Marilago uh, so, so many years ago, uh, the, the, the most challenging thing I found was that uh, I didn't speak the Mexican, and everything in the greenhouse was labeled in the Mexican, so I had to, I had to become bilingual, you know, ah. so that I could know what the hell was what. And you know. you're bilingual now? Could you say something for, in Spanish for me? 
uh, no hable uh, immigration. You're basically. Um, uh, but, you know, you, I got your basic dialect down there. Chimichanga, the burrito, the chihila, saluba. You know, all the essential words. Uh, los baño, yo, yeah, baño, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, la, la quinta, por favor, do, dos cervezas. You know, those are you all know, the important the basics, stuff you need The to most know. important yeah, thing yeah. you need to uh, know is become so, Let me ask, yeah. because back when you got the job, uh, a long time ago, uh, Donald Trump was not the president. Although he always mentioned that he'd like to run for president someday. Uh, was there a background and security check on you way back then, and have things changed? Well, to be completely, uh, to smoke a complete blunt with you, I, uh, I, uh, I've, only been, I've only been at the Mar-a-Lago for about two and a half years. So Mr. Mr. Trump was, in fact, the uh, commander-in-chief when I got the job. Uh, uh, but, you know, it's funny. There, there was no high-paced uh, or the, the high-falutin security background check you'd think there would be. To work for the, the president of the United States. No kidding, basically, really? Basically, no, basically the lady of the house, the first lady of the house, she's the one who conducted the interviews. Uh, oh. And it was just basically, you know, I'll take your shirt off, do the interview topless, which I thought was a little <laughs> ironic. <laughs> uh, but, you know, when, when she took her top off, I also was felt completely at ease. Oh. You know, um, so uh, she, she asked me some basic uh, groundskeeping questions. You know, did I, sure. uh, did I know uh, how, what technique would I use to mow her lawn? Uh, what, technique, what technique would I use to trim her bush? Uh, that kind of thing, you know. Uh, and I think I, I passed with flying colors. Although she did say she she preferred a suck start mower, which I had never used prior to coming to the Mar-a-Lago. You know. But it went, really, it went really good. You know, it went pretty well. Pretty well. Just, uh, was, I, I'm really happy to be here. Uh, I'm embarrassed that I'm laughing. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, so, all right. Uh, the president has returned. Yes, or, or and will be you know, returning by the time folks he'll hear be this. here. He'll be here tomorrow, about uh, sometime about uh, noon Eastern time. Sure. It's supposed to be here before he's not there. You know, uh, but did a uh, the twelve oh one was a big. Everybody had before twelve oh one written. Right, because you know, then uh, Biden it's, it's is everywhere sworn you look at, around yeah. here. Before twelve oh one, before twelve oh one, you know, it, it, and it's uh, it, you know, I know that you know that the Donald uh, has become a resident of Florida. He's no longer a resident of the state. That's anymore. right. That's right. Yeah, that's so we can refer to him as Mister Resident. Basically, you know, that's what he wants to call it. Uh, Resident at all yeah. times. What preparations are being made uh, to prepare Mar-a-Lago? Now, I had heard uh, that they were remodeling the, uh, you know, the residence uh, for the president and first lady. Uh, what, other, what other things are you doing? Well, uh, I can tell you that all the tanning beds have been uh, maintained and re <laughs> retooled uh, in every... There, there's literally, there is a, uh, a tanning bed every 17 feet here, Mario. You can't do 17 feet without, uh, you know, social distancing on the tanning beds. Uh, we had to do some just some, some basic uh, appearance kind of things, you know. Uh, yeah. Re, re, re gold spray paint all the golden fixtures around here. Um, you know, I tell you, there have been a lot of moving vans coming from up north in the last week or so. A lot of them. You know, um, and it's amazing. It's amazing how many things uh, that that you can. Uh, I, I had no idea that all the uh, all the, the the bust of your Lincoln statue there came down. The uh, the yeah, patriot yeah. above uh, Harry Truman came down. All <laughs> the things he brought from what uh, with the uh, northern northern Mar-a-Lago, as we call it up there in DC. Um, but a lot of that stuff down here with him. You know, yeah, there's yeah. something about the entire right. contents of a Lincoln bedroom is now being put out in the garage. Or something. <laughs> All right. Now, you are obviously important as the assistant head. Assistant, but soon to be the head. I got the plans of being a head greenskeeper. Yeah, uh, Trump Mar-a-Lago <laughs> Golf Resort. Do you have much personal interaction with uh, the, the president or the rest of the Trump family? Well, you know, like I said, I see Melania naked, and that really that doesn't you know just, that doesn't separate me from anybody who works in the kitchen. Basically. It's not an exclusive. Uh, it's not. It's not. A, it's a. It's a large club that the people that have seen the Melania naked. 
Um, I did. I did have the opportunity to de- to deal with his children yeah. on numerous occasions. Junior, I, I bought uh, Don Jr. an eight ball the other day. Um, <laughs> well, you know, he had he had lost a scratch the off from the billiard room. He had lost his eight ball, so I had to go out and buy another eight ball to give him to put back, so he'd have a full set of fifteen balls. It was really no big deal. I was out buying him some cocaine anyway, so I just stopped by the billiard store and got him a new eight ball. You know. Well, listen. I really got to wrap this up. I got to get golf cart. I got to get golf cart one up in yeah, service before right, you know. I, we can, I, 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 I got one. one yeah, question. Joe, go ahead. Yeah, I sure. have one more yeah, question. The too. other Joe, go ahead. Sure. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just dying to know, uh, and you may be better positioned to answer this than anybody. We always make fun of the president being out golfing, and they always show him on the news. President Trump's out on the golf course, but they rarely show him swinging. And I've never once seen where any of the balls went. Does does he actually go out there and and play? And if so, is he any good at all? Oh, Joe, you, you, let me just clear up that myth right here, right now. The president, uh, <laughs> Mr. Mr. President, loves the game of golf. He is always he's always a, he's what they call a scratch golfer, which means he always scratches his nuts while he plays. Uh, but uh, basically, what what you have to know about the Mr. Trump when he golfs is that there are uh, at any given time no less than seven attendees standing by to throw a new ball closer to the pin <laughs> than the one he hit. That's we true. have people. We have people who have their dressed in the camouflage, looking like the Greens, and they will run under the course and take whatever ball he hit. And somebody dressed as a begonia will just roll the ball closer to the pin. He really does love the game. So every shot is truly the greatest ever. I mean, one it truly is the greatest shot ever. Yeah, it's really pretty much. Yeah, I yeah just like the uh, you know uh, the conversation with the um, the dude from uh, what was that. Uh, Ukraine is a perfect call every single Oh, it's every yeah. shot is a perfect shot. Every call is a perfect call. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Sure, you betcha. Uh, and I had one quick question, if I could. Sure. I, no, I know, no, no, we can wrap this up soon. I know you've got ahead. a busy, busy have. schedule, and I'm keeping mm-hmm. you, but um, I have to ask this. Are there ever problems with rodents on the Mar-a-Lago <laughs> golf course? Well, you know, if we kill all the golfers, you're going to lock us up and toss away the key, you know, I think. But uh, it's, uh, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a pretty clean club, club down here, you okay. know. Uh, yeah, you know you what get I'm talking your ca- about. Well, you know, you're talking about your uh, your Venezuelans, right? You're talking about your no, Argentinians. No, talking about groundhogs. <laughs> oh, the groundhogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Um, not that I've seen, you know, right. mostly the, the pythons eat those up pretty quick, so we're okay there. <laughs> That's beautiful. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Carl Spackler, assistant head greenskeeper. Hey Soon. guys, come on down anytime. I'll get you a tea time with the with the, with the resident, Mr. Sounds resident. Fantastic! It's a, it's a pleasure talking to you. Don't get close, don't come around Keep six feet of separation I might croak or so I'm told If I don't get my inoculation Rock didn't die, but I got old Baby boomer generation my generation Let's stand vaccination, baby Let's all get stuck right Line away Line up, get that vaccination Don't buy what jerks on Facebook say They end up on it's not gonna cause no deformation That's just all misinformation So let's fast track that vaccination Life or deadly situation My generation Needs their vaccination, baby 
But there's a new vaccine in town Now it's time for liberation It's real safe or so I'm told Hope I don't get anaphylactic Now I might get a chance to grow old Young folks call it geriatric nation Get your own vaccination, baby Oh, there's a public service <laughs> announcement. <laughs> Nicely done. That'll forgive all of our sins earlier yes. on the program. Yeah, inoculate us from hell. Yeah. Oh. All right. Let's close out the show with some vaccination discussion. Hold uh, on. I just showed up to close out the show. Hold on. Hold on. You don't. Hold you don't, on. You want to be the big finale? No, 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 no. I want a finale. I'll, you know, I just want to break some glass and leave. Um, no, I, I heard Joe commenting earlier about what it would take to bring the country together. Oh, okay. You have and some I, ideas. And I, yeah, I resp- and I listen carefully and I listen oh. quietly and because basically my microphone was off and I appreciate you doing that. Um, hmm. Now, I, I just, I think that for us to move forward and heal as a nation, mm-hmm. okay, for all for us to heal as a nation. <laughs> um, He's already in the zone. He can't so get we, out. Uh, we, we need... Uh, I need some fucking blood. I hope you won't forget. I know that's the oh, hard I way hear to what you're peace. saying. So um, the beatings be will continue until morale <laughs> yes. improves. Yes. There, there needs to be accountability. Uh, it's yeah. not time for an olive branch, unless you pull all the leaves off. So, and somebody's so ass here's with the it. thing. I'm not talking about criminals. The few remaining that haven't been pardoned by the time yeah. you hear this broadcast. No, yeah. I'm, I'm talking, talking about, about no. I, here's what I'm specifically talking about, and it's not specific, but I'm talking about 83 million people who think the other 75 million people have been brainwashed. Well, I would, I would venture to put forth that many, many, many of them have. In so I much would that, venture to put forth that that is not a way to unite people. Well, there are two ways to unite people, my old man always used to say. <laughs> Your old man? <laughs> yeah. um, he was a 50s dad, right? Hold on, get the switch. My point being, when 75% of Republicans think that that was a stolen election, yes. before you can have a coming together and a reuniting of a country as one people with a singular purpose... I think people have to be told the truth, and I think people who have been perpetuating the big BS need to come clean. And, I don't, and until that happens, it's we're not going to get. We, you can't. So just you want to hang on to your grudge while while we wait for the the wheels of justice to turn, and as soon as they turn, you'll start working on it. Um, I, I think history has shown us that places where accountability was not sought have never fixed the problem; they have just postponed the inevitability of facing the problem. If you let if you let three quarters of Republicans live under the idea that this is an unfair election result. Oh, I'm not, I'm not suggesting that we and even I keep having well, that but, argument. But, yeah. but I don't even but, but, think but that's, that's close yeah. to accurate. I don't think, I think Republicans would have liked to win and if that would have worked, yeah. that's great. Well, but I don't okay. think 75% of people who are, are let me, voting Let me ask a you a question, Spike. Do you think the Seahawks were a pretty good team this year and deserved to be in the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, I don't, actually. Um, uh, we had too many shortcomings. Just before they but, last, lost their first playoff game, did you think that? 
Yeah, I thought we were short in many areas of the field. We had no offensive line, and that can turn out to be our okay, undoing. Did you think that like they Los should Angeles. be in the Super Bowl, I guess? Um, I, I would have liked to have seen them. I didn't storm uh, Joe Robbie okay. Stadium in Tampa <laughs> I think a lot to of try to overturn the vote total. You would know? have liked to have seen <laughs> the election go one way. I, I think time will tell about the yeah, polls. But, but, and, 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 in the and, meantime, maybe, maybe I, polling, can't, maybe polling yeah. can't be trusted, but I, I saw a poll that says 75% of Republicans think the election was unfair and, and rigged. And that poll riled you up, obviously. Obviously. Well, I think until these people are told the truth, until these and people stop, and stop, well, people should we ban every that, Republican and stop them from coming into this country until we find out what the heck is going on? <laughs> Build a wall, you say? Yeah, yeah. A wall against misinformation, I perhaps. Uh, yeah. I just, I just, I think there's got to be there's got to be accountability. Yeah. So I, I have this wild idea that we each, as individuals, can reach out to people that we know who are Republicans. We all have them. That's yeah. wild. And, <laughs> and we can extend an olive branch irregardless of what the stupid courts and federal government does. It's not about that. This irregardless. That's a QAnon word. I've heard that word. Thank before. you very much. Irregardless. Yeah. I'm hiding my, uh, you know, I'm yeah. hiding my Russian hat and my mm -hmm. Viking horns. So, <laughs> Mr. Viking but goes to Washington. But I hear your angst, and I heard the angst just as strong from my right-wing friend that I tried to have the exact same conversation with. And I must say, you both sound exactly the same, except for one of you is right and the other is completely brainwashed. Well, what are you going to tell him when you tell him the truth? <laughs> I mean, was he saying the election was stolen? Because if that's the one, then we know who the brainwashed one was. So here's the thing. You're trolling me now. <laughs> look at the hair look at the hair he's trolling me i'm not gonna be trolled what i'm saying is look i can't change anybody's mind but my own and even that i have some difficulty with yeah so rather than trying to change people's mind or rather than set preconditions on which we're going to act patriotic which is to be united and to love each other even when we strongly disagree I'm going to say let's just do that first, and then everything else will fall into place. Fair Except enough. for the people that do go to prison, and, and I know you're going to cheer them on. So, yeah. so let me let me ask you a final question yeah. then, and, sure. I'll, and I'll, I'll accept your premise that goodwill will, will probably save the day. At least that's what we all hope. And you're a tough sell, so thank you. What's goodwill. what's going to be what's going to be more healing for the country to not have an impeachment trial, or to tell um, uh, tell the people who think there was a stolen election? that there actually factually was not? It's a great question. It's kind of above my pay grade, uh, but I'm going to wuss out on you because I know you like that and it gives you some, <laughs> something to feel superior about. I don't feel superior about much these days. So. Right. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if the fight, if the cost of the battle... It, 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 remember if it's the disease it? is worse than the cure, if the cure yeah. is worse well, than the disease. Yeah. Uh, one of the things Trump said that, uh, like, spoken... On, in a logical way, um, it's a valid conversation worth having. Um, I, I don't know if it's worth it. I look if you're wow. uh, if you're the type of person who has fallen under the spell, as you have, of of extremism. <laughs> I have. You have to now, who, now who's trolling? Me and my fact-based opinion. Even Joe says we should distract with a war in Iran. We should whack the dog. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, Joe. No, got no, the, no, hold on. Yeah. I said if you want to get these guys, you got to say something to unite them. It's like yeah. they're looking for something to root against. By the way, this is a Let's lot kill like. kill some heads. Well, this is a, no, this is yeah. a lot like the suit. And I was saying that for comedic effect. But what you I need agree. to say. So was I. Yeah. 
What you need to say to these people is, look, you know, we need all hardworking Americans. And, and uh, by the way, if you, if you happen to have a lot of guns, they might come in handy <laughs> to defend America. Us, you know, us, let's, 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 let's start thinking about that. I can't them, believe but, it, Joe. Them, but this them. is a lot like the uh, Super Bowl in a sense, but it only happens every four years. And so we need uh, to get back to where politics becomes more of a sport and less of a blood sport. So that's right. I, I'm, a, I'm more of the mind of uh, – I think it's going to get a little more boring under uh, the Biden administration is my my prayer. And uh, yes, we had four years of and I'll even swear a total shit stirrer in there. So what did you expect? I mean, he, he right. stirred shit for four so, years. Four so more, more years. I'm just four blessed. more years. Right. You four know, more years. A few more hours. Uh, if the fairness we'll doctrine comes that. back, we're going to have to let some right wing <laughs> radicals on because we just had a half hour of left wing radicals. Well, no, oh, these God. aren't. Ra- no, this isn't true, Bob. It's nothing so to, to say that he. By has the way, done nothing. I'm trolling you, Joe, but I'm yeah. doing it with a barbless hook. I think you yes. can. And a, and a Don King hairdo. Yeah, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican. There's never been a president like the one we just had. No. The, the, the minute that. he got elected, and I've been on this, and I've I've finally got just tired of even paying attention to him. But he never stopped campaigning. He he became president, but he never did the job of president. He kept having rallies. He kept stirring up his people, and and I I think he just likes stirring up people. I hope. Um, but what we got to do now, I totally agree with you, Bob, is we've got to unite. And I think most sensible people, once they get away from the day-to-day having to hear this and having to deal with it, I think uh, uh, the air will be much fresher without having uh, sure. having uh, Donald Trump telling you know what he tells every day. And I think even the right. people who voted for Donald Trump will probably enjoy the change. Now, I expect we're going to see lots of turbulence. I fully expect to see a huge adjustment in the stock market, and I I think there's probably going to be some time to, to, to get out of there. I, 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 I and really what exactly don't... would that be? Joe times the stock market <laughs> coming up. All right, Joe. <laughs> on your mark, get set. When do, I, when, when do I sell? Well, uh, maybe this week wouldn't be bad. I don't really? think you would kick yourself um, uh, based, on, based on what I'm seeing. Um, now I'm not saying it's going away immediately. We're going to have challenges here, right. but but I think everybody will agree there has never been a more divisive person sitting in, in you know being the leader of the free world. Never, in at least okay. in our lifetimes, and not in a century. Um, I'm not going to say if he's good or bad, but he is divisive. That's all there is to it. He never enough. once tried to represent me. Or anybody who who at all is affiliated with what I'm affiliated. I just got a six hundred dollar check with his name on it, so uh, I don't even know <laughs> I, you right now. I haven't I haven't seen that check. Wow. Yeah. But by the way, I, Joe Biden wants to send you fourteen hundred more. So. I know yeah, he said two thousand, but now he's going to team up with Trump. What is what's with that? Anyway, okay, enough with the gentle trolling. Anyway, I want to leave. Sorry, I want to leave you guys with a closing thought. All right. I call this how political spin works. I'm going to tell you about a leader. This leader gave a tremendous boost to his country's economy. He was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. His administration was the first to introduce animal rights and limited hunting seasons. He outlawed animal testing. He had the first public anti-smoking campaign, and this was before smoking was linked to cancer. He also did extensive cancer research 
researched venereal diseases, and made an abundance of medicine easily available and affordable to the public in the country he led. His administration's labor laws were the best in the contemporary world. They had reduced work hours, periodic breaks, paid holidays, sponsored trips. He promoted sports culture among youth. He hosted the Olympics. He, uh, well, you get everybody nice new brown shirts. Love painting pictures. <laughs> love painting pictures of dogs. What I'm saying, the is, whole country yeah. got free boots. If you watched a news channel that only reported these good things, and you heard Joe saying he was a bad man, and that's the scary part about where we are now, because yes. uh, obviously we had enough people convinced that. Uh, if he whatever he said was gospel enough convinced enough to s- literally storm the halls of congress now yes. i don't think 74 million people feel that way but apparently there were enough to get up some momentum and the other scary part is uh some of the people that were trying to keep them out were also feeling that way and not doing uh, working too hard at keeping them out did Joe say gospel? Kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Oh, Joe. Do the poker version. All right. By the way, I'm I'm fine on the politics, but I am a little miffed about the vaccines right now. I'm the I'm the only person in my house that doesn't have one. Uh, now I'm the oldest and the fattest, and both my daughter and my wife now are vaccinated. How'd your daughter get one? She dating an octogenarian? No, she works with special ed students, and uh, you know, in very oh, close range. So that's uh, my nickname. Yeah, so special, special ed. ed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Ah, so and you don't have one because you're only a teacher. Uh, I'm only a, a fat diabetic teacher. Uh, <laughs> look at you. I, I, wow. I filled out, they've got a thing here that, you know, you fill out all your things. And I filled it out and I sent it in and they sent me back and said, nope, you're not ready yet. We'll let you know when you you'll are. Be, you'll should, be soon. You'll you be should out. have filled it out with gravy, Joe. That would have <laughs> you should have filled out your pants a little more before you went. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but I'll tell you, though, you know who's starting. And, and this is another thing. I don't know. You guys are on the East Coast and in Detroit, uh-huh. so you don't see our local news, but mm-hmm. uh, we're getting we're getting big people starting on figuring this out in our state. Uh, when you say big people, <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, well, Cody, everybody. Yeah. Well, the uh, president of Microsoft is doing the technology. The president of Starbucks is doing the distribution, and I had four shots there this morning, so I know they But the other thing they Ooh. did is they <laughs> said anybody over sixty five now. You qualify. It doesn't matter. If you're over 65, you get a shot if you can find one. And that makes me mad because there are marathon runners out there that are 65, 66. They're retired. (laughs) The only only place they go is to the shoe store when their tread goes bad. I mean, these are not people that should be in front of me in line for the vaccine. I'm working with kids every day. I am on the front lines as much as anybody. And, uh, you know, I, I... 
I'm glad, though, I'm, I'm, they're doing this to kind of get the flow going and because they don't want the stuff to go bad. But uh, anybody, if you're over 65, guys, you can come to Washington State and you're, what, you're Can I come to Washington line. State yeah. even if I'm not a resident? Well, let, let's go. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. If, wow. if you if you were yeah. here and they made that may become a, a tourism thing. Uh, yeah. So they, all I have to do is get on a plane and breathe infected air <laughs> for six hours. Yeah. Uh, as long, okay. If you... If you can find one, you bet. Right. Thank you, Joe. Uh, we uh, talked a little about alcoholism tonight before you guys arrived, uh, but we used it to lead into toxic relations and dysfunction. Uh, so we'll play one of uh, the great songs about alcoholism that we've done. Uh, Spike, can you guess which one it is? Um, 96 beers or <laughs> as beers go by. Uh-huh. Um, Keep going. <laughs> ooh, uh... Check, check, Cirrhosis check of the, Betty, the liver, remember. Check Cirrhosis. it in the Betty Ford. Check it in the Betty Ford. Check, 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 check it in the Betty Ford. Which way is the sink? I got to pay. <laughs> yeah. No one has mentioned it yet. It's, it's <laughs> queued up, ready to go. It's been Cirrhosis a dry January for me, but I'll tell you, if I survive till this time tomorrow, I think I might have to have a little celebration. Uh, uh, yeah, you already <laughs> ate the chocolate bar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, can you think the of one other drinking away. song? This is a great 96 one. beers? Did we nope. do that one yet? No. Nope. Um, huh. And then there was uh, Give Me 12 Steps by Leonard Skinner. Give, Give me, me 12, 12 Steps. Give me 12 yeah. Steps. There's yeah, one we more. Were, we were some dry drunks right now. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Wow. We did that. What was the How Dry I Am? What was that one? It was the big opera, like the Queen oh, that's thing. a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that one. And then we have uh, Don't Drink and Drive. We did the little rummy boy, right? The little rummy boy. Police stop my car. Police stop my car. Police stop my car. I got into trouble playing that one. That was a bad Oh, it's because it's racist, Joe. Come on. Well, that's, I played, for one of my kids, I played I Came Up on a Roadkill Deer. And I told her that was the first song I ever, I ever, that was the first twisted tune I ever got to write. And she was like, I, that is so cruel. This was many years ago. And uh, then I, uh, like, I said, okay, well, I will play something redeeming. I will play a public service announcement. I played police stock my car. She goes, I'm half Mexican. You did that just because I was half Mexican. I said, no, oh I did God. not. But I, that's when I learned there's some She barriers. jumped ugly. <laughs> it was, uh, okay. Here comes the tune. Uh, first one to name it wins. Most people are living under the misconception that I have died. Oh my god. Well, that could not be further from the truth. The police. I'm actually quite alive. I can like keep that yeah. way through the miracle of alcoholic preservation. Giant goats are what I take. Drinking like Keith Moon. My elbow just might break. Drinking like Keith Moon. Sit down. Hard song. Pickle in my liver, drinking like, drinking like he moves. Oh, it's not easy, my little darlings, not at all. Some may say, I'm living a rock star with clean shape. Right. I piss my pants <laughs> twice a day. Oh, sorry about that. You say, ah, that I should go join. Bloody piece of no old, way. Tomorrow's payday. Right, so what we'll do, we'll meet early in the morning. 
Head down to the pub, get a couple of pints, see what happens, eh? You bring your wallet, I'll bring my extra liver. We'll have quite a day of it, eh? Drink it up. Right, who's your mate, eh? Drink it up. Right now, mate. Drink it up. Well, it's not easy to live the way I live. Drink it up. It's a full-time job. Drink it up. Sure, my nose looks like the box side of a rhinoceros. And I've lost most of my hair and all my teeth. But it's a small price to pay for being the social magistrate that I have become today. The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip.